The Grey Goose. Adventures of a modern Robin Hood. This rather goes against the grain. I've abducted a young lady. You see, Henry J. Markham is obviously a stock exchange rat. He's rigged an oil whale by what I consider foul means, leaving shareholders completely in the soup. How many, I cannot even guess at. False surveys and assays and bing, the shares dropped nothing. Panic by holders, quick sales and terrible losses. And then, hey presto, says Mr. Henry J., there is really oil. And the said Henry J. clears millions. However, let me continue. I've abducted Markham's daughter Catherine by a little ruse and have driven her to a small cottage I own on the Great North Road. Well, Kate, you are very welcome to this humble abode, and I hope that for as long as is necessary, you'll find it comfortable. The devil take you and your cottage. Kate, beshrew me, you are a shrew. Stop fooling, you idiot. And tell me why you've brought me here. Later, my dear. In the meantime, make yourself at home. Help yourself to the milk and bread, cheese and honey. I don't want your food. Take it yourself. And that. And that. Three shots and no target, Kate. Don't call me Kate. I hate it. So do I. Catherine is so much more attractive. All right. Catherine, it shall be. Now, look, my dear. This little piece of abduction is not my style, nor my idea of fun. Oh, I thought you reveled in getting a house into a panic with a phony fire alarm and then dragging a defenceless woman away in the dark. You wretched card, why can't you come out in the open? And for heaven's sake, take that silly mask off your face. I'd like to do that, Kate. What? Sorry, Catherine, but I just can't. I'll tell you, however, if you wish, why you've become the heroine of an abduction act. Go on, tell me. Please. Please. Confound you, please. Thank you. Well, it's a long story. And when I've done telling it, you may, may, I said, change your mind about several things. Even me, your bête noire, your abductor. Oh, you're a hard luck case. I've abducted the daughter of a rich man and are going to blackmail him into the means of getting his daughter back. How right you are. I thought so. How much? Not so fast. I am not a hard luck case. Far from it. Indeed, I can modestly claim I have sufficient for my needs. At the same time, I can't deny that behind all this there is a soup song of... Um, Extortion and uh, blackmail? That's what I said. I also said how much? Millions. What? Millions and more. Hmm. I think I heard you the first time. Good. Now what? Exactly. Now what? And that brings us to reason. 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 There is no reason, damn it. My dear shrew, that's another plate gone. Let's see, that will be millions plus three plates and one glass. A reasonable total Oh, shut be... up. I'm cold and hungry and... <laughs> I'm frightened. Sorry, my dear. I really am. Don't be frightened. What I've done, I had to do. Maybe it was the wrong way of doing it, but I hope before long to release you, apologize, and return you unharmed to your father. How? With your help. Mine? You're mad. No. Only a little enthusiastic, shall we say. Now, can I tell you the story, or a little of it? Go on. I suppose you lie like blazes. No. And will you kindly remember that you are the eminent Miss Catherine Markham, first row, upper ten, daughter of that fabulous king of finance, Henry J. Shut up and get on with your bedtime story. Well, once upon a time... Mm, thought so. That's crazy. Now you shut up. There was a time when a very respected and wealthy man became chairman 
for an equally wealthy syndicate. Unfortunately for our chairman, members of his syndicate were not exactly um, square. By juggling and other means, they amassed fortunes at the cost of thousands of poor little subscribers, smallholders. The law stepped in somewhat too late, and the chairman, an honest man, mark you, took the rap, excuse the term, and went to jail for 12 years. Poor sap? Yes, poor sap. Brian Faversham, heard of him? No. Have you heard of Henry J. Markham? My father. Yes, your father, my dear. Great mogul today on the stock exchange. Well? He was one of those whose false evidence sent Brian Faversham to jail. Liar. A few days ago, Rising Sun Oil stopped rising and fell to billion. Listen, will you? I'm not interested and I don't care a hoot whether the Rising Sun rose or did a nosedive. And you don't care if Catherine Markham has a car and silks and satins and three meals a day? Including, of course, some caviar, salmon and chicken Maryland at the Ritz? Oh, sorry, am I making you pickish? I, I am hungry. Good. This story go, will go well on an empty stomach because you messed up all the food we have here and nothing's left. No. To continue, the rising sun oil fell to nothing. So Mr. Henry J. Markham came to the rescue and bought up all the little people's shares at roughly nothing. Good business, isn't it? Excellent for Mr. Markham because the shares next day rose like the morning sun. How? How, how, I ask you? I wouldn't know. How should I? But your father knew. How? Because, my dear, the rising sun fell first because a mining expert in his employ, an assayer, stated and certified a dry-up of the well. Crash. Bang. And after the bang, a gusher. A new well came good. It stinks. My word, it does. Of very bad oil. How do you think it smells in the nostrils of those little people? Pensioners. Gentle old clergymen, old maids with hardly a mite, young married couples starting life who invested their little all in rising sun. What is it all to do with me? Aha. Now we have reached the crux of the situation. That is, you. You are, I take it, the only child and apple of your father's eye? Yes. Well then, let's be blunt. Adam doesn't get his apple back until he makes complete restitution. I see. I'm the uh, worm on the hook. <laughs> A terrible idea, Mr... I didn't catch your name. Call me the Grey Goose. My card, Kate. A feather. A Grey Goose feather, my dear. Now, enough of this. What's the name of that surveyor, that jackal who licks your father's boots to the extent of issuing phony assays? Come on, girl. Who is he? I don't know. You do? Rumour has it you're half engaged to an up-and-coming mining engineer. Come clean, Kate, come clean. And I might find a little store of food somewhere in the house. I never wanted to be engaged to him. I don't even like him. Better and better. His name, and I can promise you, almost a pork chop. Oh, you devil. For a pork chop, I'd even give you the name of my dressmaker. All right. It's Jacob Marley. Thank you, Kate. You know, you're very charming when you smile and forget you're a shrew. I am not a shrew. And now the chop, please. All in good time. You see, there's the food cupboard and here's the key. But stay, Kate, stay. I have to leave you in a moment, but don't attempt to leave this cottage when I've gone. I definitely will. And walk back 25 miles in bare feet? I'll thumb a ride. <laughs> You'll get plenty in that dressing gown and pyjamas. <sighs> okay. And there's another good reason why you won't attempt to escape. Just a moment. Shut it! Shut it! 
Hier, Wolf. Oh, 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 quiet. A dog. A very understanding dog. An Alsatian. Hates women. Wise fella. You, um, got the idea? I think so. Well, I'll stay put. Fine. Make yourself at home. I shan't be away long. Why do you call your dog Sherry? Because he's a terrible headache to most. Who? <laughs> Where are you going? To see Mr. Jacob Marley. Au revoir, Kate. Au revoir. Patricia. So, you've left Mr. Markham's employ, Barbara. Yes. I told him the fire had frightened and upset me so much I could keep my situation no longer. And what did he say? He agreed. Old Rowley, he was distraught at the absence of his daughter. He's no idea she was kidnapped? None at all. He's just bewildered. Almost imagined she was burnt in the fire. The fire? It was only a spit. No fear. It destroyed her room entirely and most of the passage. Quite a show, I can tell you. Oh, Rowley, if you'd seen that man almost beside himself with grief. You're sorry for him? Not really. After all, he's the cause, or largely the cause, of Dad's trouble. No, I'm not sorry, but... But I'm sorry we had to descend to kidnapping. That poor girl. That poor girl? Oh, oh. Barbara, have you ever run into a wire brush or a hedge of blackberries? <laughs> no, but I see what you mean. And now what? A little excursion, my dear, to Adelphi Terrace. Adelphi Terrace? Who lives there? One Jacob Marley, a mining surveyor and a sayer. You going in for mining, Rowley? Let us call it undermining, shall we? Mr. Markham, for instance. Uh, shall I come with you to Adelphi? Ah, it's not a bad idea, now I come to think of it. Yes, Barbara, hop into your flat, change into something dark, and join me in ten minutes. Right. See you downstairs. Delphi Terrace, home of J.M. Barry and many other famous literati of England. Barry was Scotch. True, in a way, Barbara. But he'd hate your way of saying it. Barry was not Scotch. That's whiskey. Barry was a Scot. Oh, sorry, Mr. Barry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, here's Jacob Marley's place. Let's reconnoiter. Into the doorway, Barbara. Let's try Charlie Austin's little gadgets on this door. Good. We're in. By courtesy of Charlie Austin once more. Now, along the passage to number 17 and Mr. Jacob Marley. Do you think he'll be in? At 3 a.m.? He'll be in bed like all bad boys. And heaven knows he's very bad. Now, once more, the keys. Good. Not a sound. Barbara, you stay in the passage and keep KB. If by any mischance someone should come along, jump in here and close the door quietly. Got it? Check. Here goes. Nothing but silence. Jacob doesn't seem to snore. Ah, bedroom, I think. I wonder if J friend Jacob's asleep. Try the switch. Why? <gasps> heavens. Oh, I'll have to get that poor girl in. Confound it, I can't help it. I must have a witness in case. Barbara. Yes? Close the door and come in here. Right. What's wrong, Wally? <gasps> oh. Jacob Marley. Dead. Stabbed. Oh, no. Oh, Rowley, do you see? Do you? Yes, I see. A grey goose feather. Oh, Rowley.
This adventure of Roland Fletcher is yet to be further told in the next episode of The Grey Goose, The Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood. <laughs>